You are now entering the MXU podcast. No credentials required. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 97 of the MXU podcast. I'm Jeff Sandstrom, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Lee Fields and Jay Desai. What's up, boys? What's up? How's it going? 97. 97. So the task for Jay over the next couple of weeks is to figure out how we're going to celebrate our hundredth. I just want to say the listenership is up after 50 and something because I've been on board. That's true. (laughs) You like how I spun that? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, that's definitely true. Um, you need, you need to come up with something special for us for a hundred. If the queen would return my email, (laughs) the queen, (laughs) she's been a little sick lately. Y'all think about, think about the queen though, for a second. Think about what she's seen technology wise in 95 oh. years. Like her, her um, radio address turning to TV and film, and then weddings, funerals, all the state stuff that it's crazy. What microphone she probably yapped into and back then and oh, now. Yeah. It's crazy. It's wild to think about. I'm going to ask her about all of it. You think the queen has an iPhone? No, the queen doesn't have a phone. No. Only know that because I read about the monarchy all the time. I'm semi obsessed. <laughs> Is that in between your episodes of CBS? Uh, no, Chicago detective show. Chicago. Chicago. Uh, right now, I'm watching SEAL Team, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, and Chicago Med. Those are my shows. That's hilarious. Good Sam, though. Oh, I did add Good Sam because Sophia Bush is so hot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that is. You text me that yesterday. I don't know why Jay's text me how hot Sophia Bush is, but I was like, I feel like I should Google her, but that feels weird too. I don't. I don't know. She was in One Tree Hill. She was in Chicago PD for a while. Anyway, those are all those terrible shows that no one watches. Terrible. I've cried through these shows. Oh, I've laughed through I, a lot of them. I love this conversation. Um, I just had to go check because you kind of alluded to the hundredth episode. Uh, big shout out to all you podcast listeners. Thank you so much. Last year, 2021, Absolutely. we doubled the amount of plays. I'm looking at this. We more than doubled from 2020. So well, it's our boy in Ohio that keeps playing the episode over and over again while he's delivering Amazon packages. That's very true. I like it. Um, I don't know if you guys ever do this, but the reviews of our podcast are pretty great. Uh, I don't think there's a single one star review. There might be one. So Thanks everybody for that. Go. We haven't done this in a while. Go like the podcast, follow it, sub- subscribe, pre-download, and review. It helps us out. That would be great. Yes. We, we also, I think we can tease this. We have some big news for podcast land for the MXU podcast. That's true. We've decided over the next couple of months that we are going to hopefully broaden the appeal of the podcast by doing some new things yeah i'm not sure how much we want to say we'll throw it out there i think it's all pretty definite so if you've noticed the last few episodes of this podcast the topics have been very general leadership driven you know and even like the audio conversations we have are they're high level audio conversations or video or lighting. Right. We're not nerding out over gear. No, we're not talking about latency of Dante or, you know, pixels and specific things that I have no business talking about or Jeff or Jay. So because of that, we're starting a network of podcasts. So you're going to get some new podcasts from MXU that our audio, video, and lighting friends are going to love. I think we can just stop there. 
Yeah. But this one is not going away. No. We're still going to keep the MXU podcast as conversations like this. And then when it's time to drill down into more specific conversations about each discipline, then those conversations will show up on their individual specific channel. You got it. That's awesome. More news on that to come. I like it. Okay, so I know we're only a few minutes into this, but Jeff, you have a soapbox that I am joining you on, and I think Jay jumped up there too. Are you talking about the email? Yes. Okay, so last week we sent out an email to our tribe of subscribers and followers and interested folks, people who subscribe to our online content, whatever. And tens of thousands of people, a lot of you. Yeah, a lot of emails. And Here's the thing. Last month, we sent out an email asking people, what is the hardest thing you're dealing with right now? And so we got a lot of great responses. Hundreds. And hundreds of responses. And the trend topic was figuring out how to get the rest that I need and to be able to basically decompress from the stress of my job and my work life. I'm sick and and tired of being sick Sick and tired. Sick and tired of being sick and tired, right. So- Considering that response, we sent another email last week saying, okay, everybody share, what are you doing personally to address this idea of rest? So of the thousands of emails that went out, guess how many responses we've received? How many, Jeff Sandstrom? Zero. What the crap, people? (laughs) Now, is it because they are like, they don't want to share. They don't. It's not public. It just comes to us so that we can see. Or is it because they don't take it seriously? But what they do take more seriously is about the fact that they are sick and tired of being sick and tired, but aren't willing to do the work to take care of themselves. Are right, your passion? That, my friend, is a great question. Well, I, hope, I mean, come on. I hope that it's answer number one and not column B, because if it is. Some people need to get squarely kicked in the, because you can't complain about something that you're not willing to do anything about. That's true. They need to put down the well, Xbox we all, controllers. I, I, I can't even say that because I, I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound high and mighty about that because we all complain about things that we're not willing to do anything about. So I don't want to say that That's you true. can't do that. The only way to gain any traction or move forward or make any progress about those things is to be willing to do something about them. So I'm as guilty of that as the next guy. I know that we all are. We fall into seasons of it's just easier to sit around and play a game of ain't it awful and you know never really do anything to change the circumstance. But for crying out loud, you can't you lose the right to keep complaining about it if you're not willing to do anything about it. Well, the thing that bothers me the most is it's it's actually a problem. We've identified it, and we've all as a community said we need to get better about it. Now, we've talked about it a lot around here. Yeah, and I'm not saying that the tens of thousands that got the email aren't doing anything about it. I'm sure you're planning your family vacations. You are planning things. But I have a feeling people aren't taking it seriously as it relates to their own mental health. Does that make sense? So like yeah. taking your family to the beach or pigeon forage or, or whatever is 
in for some of you, it's just what you do. You're just checking a box like we do a family vacation. There's another part of this that needs to be fixed, and it's what do you do every single week to rest? What do you do right. monthly? What do you do for yourself? What do you and your wife do to strengthen your marriage? It's it's those things. Right, because if all you have is the annual four or five days away with your family, how many of us have ever experienced the feeling of getting to day four and you just feel like you're able to breathe and then it's time to go? That's an indication yeah. of hey, there's a bigger problem here. Right. So if vacations don't feel like vacation, then we need to rewind and unpack some of what's really going on. Because at the heart of all this, at the core, is this need for a way to unplug, decompress, de-stress many areas of our lives much more often. Yeah. Jay, what do you think about this? Well, I just went and looked, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't open the email. <laughs> uh, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I, just, I literally went when you said that, I went and looked, and I was like, yeah, it's still there in the inbox. I, I, it, uh, I almost made an excuse for you, like, well, but you... No, no, but, no there's no excuse. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, because uh, I'm pretty diligent with my email. Like, I put them in folders and read them and blah, blah, blah. So it's 100% on me. Um, but I, I will say we're friends enough that I felt I feel like if you weren't doing a good job at resting, I would bother you about it. Yes. And, and, I, and people do. Um, yeah. and I know you would, um, because I'm a goer, like go, go, go. I think it is. I think the beginning of the year, no one thinks about rest. It's bad it's, because all I've done for the last, uh, I got off socials right before the new year, you know, for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could kind of mm-hmm. end the year clean head, no distractions, start the year. And I haven't done the best job because I've been going pretty hard. But also all I can think about is what I want to do, not what I don't need to do, if that makes sense. Or all of, all my thoughts are around things that I need to do, get done, yeah. want to do. And none of them are pertained necessarily for me to the betterment of me they're more accomplishment driven and i think Mm. that there's a subconscious pressure like people ask i hate this question it's like oh man what's in store for 2022 well i promise you it's gonna be the same as 2021 plus some more because that's just how life works and so yeah uh well especially as a as a freelancer contractor you know, it's a slow week coming into the new year. You're looking at the next quarter of an empty calendar going, I got to say yes to a lot of things in order to keep the ship moving. Yeah. And, and this new, um, COVID wave has got people nervous and, and things are complicated in that realm. You know, there's venues that are starting to put capacities back in and, and all that stuff. And so yeah. I think my fear slash anxiety at the front end of the year has honestly been misguided from what I really wanted to spend my time doing, freaking out a little bit that I'm going to make it, which the thing I tell myself, I'm going to make it just fine, you know, but in the context of rest outside of just going for my walks, you know, I've become like a walker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have a long list. My Peloton is right here. I hadn't turned the thing on in a year. I'm looking, literally looking at it. 
I'm not plugged in. So um, that, and I need to, uh, I did read today, believe it or not. I went to lunch by myself and took a book. Um, but I always make these lofty reading goals and I always find reasons not to read. I bought a Kindle for this reason and I hate reading on the Kindle and I don't want to carry a book around. So I just got excuses. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably too much information of where I am, but that's where I am. Well, I think, I think we can cut everybody some slack and say, okay, it is, I'm trying to put myself in everyone's shoes coming out of Christmas through the new year. And then they're firing back up this week. When you hit the end of that Christmas season at the church, it is very difficult to then place yourself in an emotional, mental state to start planning on how to take care of yourself. Because like the rest of the world, the month of December is like, you're kind of in cruise control and coasting and downshifting right, the last yeah. two, three weeks of the year. Yeah, But for for our people, it's the opposite. It's you're on stun until Christmas Eve at midnight, and then you wake up the next morning and, and you're supposed to just unplug for a week. Right. It's, it's very difficult. So maybe we can take this as an opportunity to not scream at everyone for that was my fault. I think I clipped this microphone even. Um, <laughs> What's well, January 10th? What I would say in my head today has felt like what normally I think probably January 2nd or 3rd feels for most people. Yeah. You know why? It's because tonight is the last bowl game, and that's usually the end of the And you know what's going to happen? Them (laughs) them Georgia Bulldogs are going to whoop that Bama booty (laughs) because like we whooped that Michigan booty a few weeks ago. That's true. We're not going to go there right now. Rusty's going to the game, by the way. Anyway. I'm so um, mad. Yeah. I'm happy for him. Uh, I'm not there yet. Jealousy's (laughs) jealousy's still kicked in. Um, Maybe I'm just spitballing here, boys. Maybe we challenge ourselves and our listeners to take the month of January to not get frustrated because they've already broken all their goals, but to actually take the month to plan what the goals should be. To actually make realistic goals. Yeah. So like, give ourselves the month of January to breathe, exhale a little, and go, okay, what, what's important for the, the year for myself? Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Like everybody else does that in December and they, you know. Yeah, I think that's good. I like that. I'd be willing to share some of mine. Along the same lines, Jay, you you just said something I think we need to talk about. Um, Not about you specifically, but you said your Peloton's over there collecting dust for a year. Seriously. I was on such a groove during COVID because I was home. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh Uh-huh. Then like the cycle. Well, Lee and I have been talking about the sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so uh, that was Fannie Lou, by the way, civil rights leader. She said sick and tired of being sick and tired. Okay. Good. Well, great line. Yeah. We're going to take that to a different place and hopefully for some people a different level because um, anybody who's listening, please hear this from the most humble place as possible. We're not trying to tell people what to do. Because we're in this with you. Like we're we're feeling the same struggle of being sick and tired of there being things that need to change that we're not willing or able to change. So we're gonna try to do something about it. So there's an elephant in the room 
in the church technical community room. We've done almost 100 podcasts. We've been resourcing the church and talking about how to get better for years, since 2015. But there's one thing we have not talked about. I don't necessarily think we've avoided it, but I hesitate saying that because maybe subconsciously we have. And it's the conversation around physical health. And I think I needed to be the one to actually say those words first out of us because it's an issue I have and I've struggled with. So we don't necessarily like, we don't have a cure for this. It's not a, oh, just change your high pass filter to 200 and it cleans your vocals up. Like, there's not a magic technical bullet for this. But it's been said to me by friends that are inside and outside of our community that if you look at from the outside looking in at the technical community and I'll get real specific like the church technical community if you gathered all of us in a room which we did this year in multiple cities it is weird a problem noticeable that generally the community is unhealthy and overweight it's it's real if you gather a random group of people from any field and you look at ours, there's a general, you can label, not, not everyone, there's a lot of guys that are the opposite of what we're saying, right? But generally speaking, there's a health problem with our community. There, it's out there. I said it. It's true. And I mean, yes, I agree with you. I don't think it's just in the physical, like you're saying. No. I think there's some skinny boys that have bad habits too. Sure. Like we live on the caffeine, like our worlds generally live on caffeine. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm a coffee head, you know, I love coffee, but I, I would agree with you in general. I mean, I'm for sure probably plus 10, 20, 30, maybe 40. Pounds. <laughs> I don't know. Last time my doctor told me I was overweight, I told him he was too, and that didn't go well. So um, <laughs> is your doctor can, overweight? Yeah, he's a little chubby. I, I, uh, I th- he was like, yeah, you should probably lose some weight. I was like, you should probably lose some weight. It was literally my gut reaction, and then I haven't been back. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> We're not friends. <laughs> but I think that we just we have this on-edge culture habit, you know? Yeah. Not, I don't I don't want to work out after a show. I don't want to go for And I love going for walks now, but. Like if it's a if I'm working seven days, I'm not going for a walk. I'm gonna eat like crap. Right, you know? right, totally. Cater- catering doesn't help us freelancers any by any means. I had one of my best friends call me out on, hey, in a loving way. I'll I'll give you the quick assertive version. But hey, you sure do post a lot of videos about barbecuing and eating food, and you're not healthy. What kind of message are you sending to your community? Hmm. I was like, damn. He's right. That's good. I don't I don't have a like I'm gonna fix it answer to this. I'm just like just challenged by it. Yeah. You know, because we go out to restaurants. I I love going to nice restaurants. It's one really of our, like and it. it's one of our favorite things to do together. And so it is on the tour, we did that more than we should have, probably. And it was yeah. great. But what kind of message does it send? Yeah, it, I don't I don't think it's I think there's a way to do that where it's it's not sending a bad message, but I also think if I 
would lose some weight and was healthier and I'm posting pictures of steaks, that sends a different message. Yeah. So it's just because I'm not in a place physically that I should be talking about cooking barbecue and food all the time or going to nice restaurants. It, it comes across as, well, if this guy does it and he's overweight, then it's okay for me to be. And I don't like that because I know that I shouldn't be. I, I think it's less about the luxuries though. I think it is. I think it's exactly what you're saying. It's two-sidedly like um, it's showing both sides of the coin. Yeah. I don't, I don't care where you eat, what you drink. Honestly, I couldn't care less. Hopefully I do it with you because <laughs> you like yeah. the things I like, but like, uh, I hope that I would be able to set the example of the other side of the coin if I'm going to talk about that coin. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is what you were saying earlier, Jay, about just the uh, I don't I don't know what the right word is psychologically, but it's it's almost sometimes with some people that the external result or external appearance is a symptom of something else. You know, the fact that we have all these guys who chose not to respond to a question in an email because they might be hiding what they or hiding from what they really need to do is an indicator that, gosh, you know, it's easier just to come home from work and sit on the couch and watch Netflix and eat Cheetos than it is to do what I need to do because I'm trying to cover up feelings or hurt or overwork or self-esteem or whatever it is. So there are a lot of people who need to unpack a lot more than just, I need to go out and move more. So again, we're not trying to give a blanket fix all answer. We're just trying to say, is there a way for us to come together as a community to be open and honest and vulnerable about where we're at and try to take steps, baby steps even, toward doing something about it because i don't think yeah. it's the smoked meat that's the problem no. necessarily no, i think it's it's, it's, the, the, it's the blessing it's the smoked meat and the lobster mac and cheese and the loaded mashed potatoes and the cheese grits and the whatever 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 that just it becomes a part of the experience that it's just too overboard too often it's also the the same reasons that you love setting behind computer screens and screens and knobs and buttons is the same reason that it's like, I don't want to go exercise. I, I got stuff to do. I'm busy or right. I like this dark room with no windows. And I think be, the reasons that we're so good at what we do technically are the reasons it's easy to avoid outside exercise, eating correctly. Like those are all kind of related. I think, Technical people, introverts, are more prone to this also. I agree. You know what I mean? It's like playing video games till 2 a.m. is not smart. Sorry. It's right. just not. Right. Because then you you don't sleep and you're tired and you don't want to, you don't have the energy to go do the things you need to do. I think people undervalue the value of sleep. I think people undervalue the value of water. I think people yeah. undervalue the value of a lot of simple things that could make a huge difference. So one thing that we're going to try to do is to, I think we have found somebody to partner with to help coach our tribe through some of this struggle. Um, it's a guy who understands the physical aspect, but he also understands and loves the church community and wants to help us kind of provide a path for people 
to take baby steps. So sometime in the next month or so, we're going to try to be specific and strategic about rallying people around this idea of how can we as a community get more healthy together? Because honestly, you know, I like that. We know, like, I, I hate the fact that Andrew's not with us anymore. But the biggest reason for that was because of his health. Yep. And I hate the idea of more people like him succumbing to the fact that their bodies just can't withstand the literal weight of what they're carrying. I think, I mean, Andrew, Andrew's the one that is the big one, top of mind. But Andrew Swan, same thing. A lot of people listening don't know who he is, but he, behind the scenes, we've lost multiple people on the MXU team because of this. They are no longer with us because of this. Yeah. And there are people right now, like not to make it about COVID, but COVID is made much worse because of people being overweight. And we can just leave that at that, but it's true. Um, yeah, we got to, got to do something about it. Yeah. It's tough for me too. Like I feel just to get more vulnerable and personally, it's tough to even talk about this publicly for me because I feel like it's been a roller coaster for me. So I hire a personal trainer, lose 30 pounds, super easy, super fast, but I can't stick to anything for more than three months of my life, whether that's I'm my interest in hobbies or like everything. Yeah. Like MXU and my family are the longest running things in my life. <laughs> and so for me to come out and say like, okay, we got to do something about this. I'm terrified that we're even talking about this because I feel like I might fail again. I'm just being honest. And I don't want it to be another, like every couple of years I take this serious and then it, it goes away. Just, just being real. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I think we need to approach it so that it's not a, okay, this is going to be for six weeks and then we're done. I mean, the only way, yeah. the only way for this to be a thing is if it becomes a habit that makes you feel well enough and feel good enough yeah. that you can't imagine not getting up and moving because of right. how bad you feel when you don't. Right. Um, you know, it's so, it's so hard to build, especially cardio, it's so hard to build cardio fitness and it's so easy to lose it. It's so easy. Anybody who's tried to run or train for a 5K or any kind of half marathon or whatever, it's like yeah. you, you spend all this time building up, building up. You feel great on race day, and then you take some time off. And if you don't get back to it right away, it's like yeah, you're just it's too easy to sit on the couch. Yeah. So I don't know how I don't know how we're going to approach it with every specific yet, but I think it's. It's too important not to do something. Totally. You know, if this year we didn't release another piece of content on how to operate a piece of gear and it was all about making ourselves better mentally, physically, spiritually, I'd be fine with that. I know we we probably will, but I think it's time to take this serious because you become a better employee, a team member, a husband, a dad, a friend. If this is better, you're the best version of yourself. Everything in your life gets better. Literally everything. 100%. And I don't think there's any debate about it. It's like, why? Yeah. 
And I'm preaching to myself. That's the freaking craziest part. It's uh-huh. like, why wouldn't I do this? I was in counseling one time. Man, this is like, I'm just going there. I was in counseling one time dealing some issues with like my dad. I had a crazy childhood. That's for another podcast show. But <laughs> probably not. I asked the I, maybe not. <laughs> I asked the counselor something about being overweight. And I said, Is there a chance that like I have like a food problem? And he goes, No, absolutely not. You're just lazy. Wow. Yeah. And he said it that quick. I was hoping he would tell me there's something wrong with me, and that's why I couldn't do this. Something chemical or something that wasn't your right. fault. You were just born this way. Right. Should I go on Dr. Field because I'm addicted to food? And I, <laughs> Nope. Nope. Turns out, no, Jeff. Wow. It's just me being lazy. So my counselor once said <laughs> um, he was talking about the founder of basically the movement that became Alcoholics Anonymous. But it was talking about um, people trying to overcome addictions and just what the whole psychology and psychiatry of that is like and the neurology of it. This guy had said that the three most dangerous words for an alcoholic are, I'm not one. Yeah. Because as soon as they get to a point of progress and they feel like they've they they can do without or they can conquer it or they're on the other side as soon as they think well i'm not one then they're going to backslide so it's this thing of you know not necessarily that we're addicted to food but man sugar and that whole thing we just don't fully understand how addictive that is they say sugar is five times more addictive than cocaine when cocaine is a hell of a drug as dave Chappelle would say <laughs> Rick James, Rick James, as played by Dave Chappelle. I will say, um, uh, uh, clearly, weight loss hasn't been great for me, but the walking has changed my brain. It has allowed um, clearer thought and process my thoughts even less reactionary. I feel more connected spiritually. I feel like a my thoughts are fully processed more because I just walk. Sometimes I take headphones. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I see my neighbors on walk and talk with them. Sometimes I go for a walk with a friend. That's actually become one of my favorite things because like, uh, you can go to lunch and book your way through lunch. You can't go for a walk. You can't fake a walk. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like with a walk somehow there's this weird subconscious, you're side by side, not across from each other kind of thing conversation a lot of times i'll walk and we'll sit somewhere for a minute sometimes i take a beer for a walk sometimes the beer takes me for a walk you know but like uh for me it's really helped my mental space more than anything and a little bit of the reading i've done around that is the air exercise helps everything from blood flow to concentration you know um my anxiety depression mood even you can't go for a walk and be a bad mood. I think a lot of it f- is not, ju- I mean, I'm not negating the physical weight loss aspect of being more healthy, which is a problem in America <laughs> across the board. Right. But in our community super hyper-focused because we're just working a lot and that stuff. But it has honestly affected other areas of my life. I've got 20-foot ceilings, which is great, but like most people don't have 20-foot ceilings, you know, so I don't I never feel cramped. 
But yeah. like when I'm in a space that has 10 foot or eight foot or nine foot ceilings, like I got to get out for a little bit. And mm-hmm. so I think that there's just this, all this subconscious stuff that overflows into other areas of my life. I text people on walks a lot. Cause I think like I'm thinking more and I think about people and stuff. So the mental health stuff along with it, which we've talked a ton about this year. Um, and, and my counselor to keep, uh, now that all three of us have admitted we go to counseling, I think we've already admitted that, but like yeah. my counselor was the one It's like, well, you don't have to like get on a hardcore workout routine out the gate. Just get out the house and right. walk. And so I think, um, if you're listening and you've got a good cohort or there's someone you want to get to know on your production team, you know, man, go for a walk. Just start going for a walk. Just get the blood flowing, get the mind going. And go for a walk. And let's just see how we go. I know that you said we got some partners we're going to work with to come up with some solutions. You know, the water thing is huge too, Jeff. I didn't quite realize that. I'm the worst at drinking water. I joke at restaurants when they put it at the table. I don't need that. Tastes weird. Um, but it's it's a game changer. You guys know I'm I'm a massive Joe Rogan fan for many reasons. <laughs> yes. But he posted something on Instagram six days ago right in the middle of Jeff and I and a couple other people talking about this conversation. And it is in line exactly with what we're talking about. I'm just going to read the caption. Okay. It's actually a, a screenshot from a CNN tweet talking about people being overweight. That's a whole other topic again of why they posted that. But his caption, I'm just going to read this. Making lifestyle changes is very difficult. It's hard to get motivated and it's very hard to maintain discipline and continue with the plan to stay healthy. It's one of the reasons why I cherish my good friends, Cameron Haynes, David Goggins, and Jocko Willick so much. That doesn't matter. Their consistency gives me that little extra push to get after it every day. One great strategy, if you don't know where to start, is to get a friend and hold each other accountable. Make a plan together. Cut out all the bullshit food and soda and plan something sustainable like work out together 30 minutes a day, three days a week and build from there. You don't need fancy equipment. You can get an amazing workout with just body weight exercises. There's plenty of free body work, body weight workouts available on YouTube. I know New Year's resolutions seem corny, but any reason that you can make healthy choices is a good one. And I think that summarizes like how I'm feeling about our community. Yeah. It's it's not like we're gonna say, like, okay, everybody go on this insane diet that's not sustainable lifelong and go work out an hour and a half a day, six days a week. No, literally, like if it's just 30 minutes a day, three days a week, and it's just walking your neighborhood, for some people listening, it will change their life and people's lives around them. Totally. It really would. Totally. Yeah. So be on the lookout because over the next few weeks, we're going to develop some resources and some sort of strategy around coaching some of you through this if you want to partner with us because we're going to do it. Lee and I are going to hold each other accountable and we want you guys to do that for us as well. So um, if you're listening and live in Atlanta, I'm happy to go for a walk. I'd drive down to Atlanta just to walk with you, Jay. I'm going to do that. Quite a bimful. I'm sure it is. That's pretty awesome. Anyway, we're going to, we're going to do that. We're going to make it happen. Yeah, that's over. So it's not over, but talking about it for the first time is over. I feel skinny already.
<laughs> so let's lighten the mood a little bit, shall we? Let's do we, lighten my whole life, please. We have we have not done we have not done much with turn down for MXU lately, and we have some good ones. So I just want to start with one that I think is actually a pretty funny way to start. Um, one of our friends in MXU team posted on our Slack channel and basically said, "Me in the car." Hey Siri, play podcast. My kid from the back. Papa, I don't like that song. I guess I'm going to have to wait to listen to the podcast from MXU. So, as we turn down for MXU, some of you, you know, need to raise your kids to like the MXU podcast. What can I say? Or that's dangerous because apparently we told people Santa wasn't real and some people were listening while their kids in the car. Jay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but, but Zach so Kimry's awesome. kids have heard way worse in the car. So, well, they did that day when he <laughs> let an expletive fly and his reaction to it. So that was funny. Oh, uh, y'all pray for Zach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's move on. Here's, here's a great one. Lady walks into the booth after the service quote. Do y'all have an audio meter? We sure do. Why? The opener was so loud, it wasn't fun. Our friend says, well, I was watching the meter the whole time. It was well below OSHA standards for noise exposure. Where were you sitting? She says, well, I don't trust OSHA. <laughs> that is not as funny as it would have. That would not be as funny a few years ago as it is now. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's she, like, does she watch Fox News or CNN? Right. That statement. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> does she not trust OSHA, but she is fully vaccinated? Or <laughs> Right. Is is her name Karen? It might be. I, sounds like a Karen. That's funny. Okay. We have that lighting one, too. Do that one. Oh, yeah. So this is a great one. We'll finish with this one. This, of course, all the best ones come on prayer request cards. Totally. Uh, the best. That's so, what they're there for. So this is this is not a praise report. This is a prayer request. Why the heck do lights have to shine all caps in our eyes during the praise and worship? Is it supposed to make us feel like the spirit of God is here? We're in a double underlined dark room. Those lights feel more like the enemy is here. Piercing our eyes with rays of distracting terror. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my gosh. I'm assuming this is a woman. Or is it a man? It, well, why do I feel like this well, is a why, woman why, that would write that? Like, how would you judge that? Like, well, the writing, the, to be fair, the writing does look like old lady writing. It kind of does. But it might be old man writing. I think this is a Karen again. There's a lot of Karens out there. Also, please don't use prayer request cards for that. That's not what they're for. No. There are people don't hurting. Rob, the don't rob the people of their prayer requests. There are card. people actually hurting in this world, so don't rob their prayer requests with stuff like this. Still, the best thing ever. It, this comes up every time. Is Skyline Church has a closet door in the breezeway, and it says complaints or complaint department, and you open the door, and it's a wall at the door with a scripture on it talking about not complaining. I think it's, it's so the good. best thing that's, ever. That's the best. So. <sighs> If you get those uh, comment cards, prayer requests, turn down for MXU comments, we need to see them. So please send them our way because we want to keep talking about them because they just 
they make me smile every time we do this. I just, I love it. Y'all remember Arby's and the bell? Yeah. Um, the Arby's had a bell that you would ding on the way out. And it was like, ring if you had good service. We need those. I do remember that. That's amazing. We need those instead of complaint boxes. And where did they put this prayer request? Did they put the prayer request in the prayer request box? Because that's wrong, too. Well, that's a good question. That's true. I feel like they just hand it to the sound guy on the way out or put it in the <laughs> offering basket. That's it. That one's even worse. Oh, yeah, be- Instead of giving you my money, I'm giving you my opinions. I'm sure it's in the offering plate. Do you guys remember? It's been a long time, but the I had a guy come up to me at a concert complain about audio and he's all mad he's he's an old guy man 70s it was at promise keepers and he hands me his card while he's upset and his business card says the sound man oh boy (laughs) the sound man yeah i was like i need a streamer and like a those party whistles yeah and then throw confetti in the air and take a selfie with everybody that comes and complains <laughs> and blow here, put this in your mouth. Cheers. And then take a picture and post them all. I think it's great. I, um, I like complaints. I want people to feel, feel like they can say what they need to. I just don't care. So say it all you want. There's a, I've said this before that restaurant in orange, California, very good restaurant mm. and all the servers, their t-shirts have bad complaints from Yelp written on the back of the shirts oh, about the restaurant. It. It's their own restaurant's reviews. Yes. Oh, yes. Amazing. That's genius. It is awesome. And it's a fantastic restaurant. If you're in Atlanta you, and we go for a walk, we <laughs> this is probably counter to what everything we just talked about. <laughs> <clears throat> We're going to pop into Little's Food Store, which is on my street, and get a little burger and a beer it's for a our burger. walk. It's a really it's good a great burger. burger. It's a really great burger. But uh, uh, Whole grain wheat bun, no cheese, no mayo. <laughs> none of that. Um, it's been there since 1929, so you're getting some flavor that's been there a minute. Um but Brad, the owner, he writes back on all the Yelps, and the number one complaint is this one guy in our neighborhood who's pissed they don't have fried pickles anymore, and it's just become the most <laughs> comical argument ever because people just bring it up on random now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's go for a walk, have a burger. I have to walk an extra mile. <laughs> so what are you guys up to the rest of the week? What's going on? You got shows or gigs coming? I've got the whole week off. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm mixing was, at my church this weekend, so we've got rehearsal Wednesday night. Are you watching Lee's X32 videos to get ready? <laughs> He's a master now. He doesn't um, need. I've, yeah, I'm. I'm trying to see if I can proceed without the use of supplemental <laughs> videos. Speaking of videos, though, let's talk about this for a minute. Um, we've we got a comment from a guy earlier this week about the layout and the organization of our subscription website being a little difficult to navigate. So it was a simple thing though, that we reorganized the way those categories and topics appear. And we changed the look of a lot of the sort of face of the website. So if any of you have not logged in for a while and you're a member of MXU now or MXU team, Please go to the website and check out our new layout and skin and organizational structure because I think it's a lot more easy to use and yeah. the thumbnail cards show up a lot better. And I think we're we're making improvements all the time. The guy was thrilled once he realized all I had to do was refresh my 
cache of when I last logged in because then the new thing came up and he was like, oh, this is awesome. So yeah, that's totally. quick shout out for the guys who are working on the website all the time. No they're, kidding. They're doing a phenomenal job. Speaking of that, I'm shooting uh, Avantis videos next week. Is that a console? That's going to be fun. Yeah, Alan and Heath makes a console called the Avantis, oh, yes, which yes, I've, people I've seen been it. dying for. So yeah. similar to the studio live ones Jeff did, the X32 CL5. So we'll have Alan and Heath Avantis videos next week. Awesome. Even though you can't get Dante cards for them anymore. Right. Try getting Dante for anything right now, and you're going to be out of luck. Is that what it is? Every manufacturer, Dante Every, issues? Yeah. Man. Dude, I have the here back. Dante to Soundgrid Bridge. Here technologies. Yeah. And literally, I feel like I could rent it every day. That's an interface to get Dante protocol it, into Soundgrid. Soundgrid, yep. Yeah. Or that thing's awesome. Yeah, and here. vice versa. But it's like super back ordered, and everyone wants one, and I happen to have one, and people call me all the time for it. I think this is going to keep me in a problem. Yeah. Why? How do we not catch up? What's the problem? I, I think it's manufacturing issues. Well, it's that, and Audinate changed the card itself, and so oh, got it. And M one supports coming. I hear that soon. It's out of alpha testing and into beta now. So, sometime first quarter supposed to be. And yep, please Lord, let's get SoundGrid support for M one as well. That's supposed to be coming first quarter. So I don't think that's the Lord that's doing that. I think it's the, our brethren over in Israel. Yeah, Lord's chosen people. <laughs> They're our friends. (laughs) Strong (laughs) allies. Come on, Jay. Strong allies. (laughs) Yes. I'm about to curse myself, but I just want to say that my LV1 is been rocking. Yeah. That's awesome. I've not had any issues. It's been just rocking. Mine too. Such a good platform. Hey, I don't don't have a lot to share publicly about it, but... Uh, you know, a year ago, we were recording episodes on DAWs versus consoles. Yep. And I've come a long way. <clears throat> yes, but you I have. Don't think it's I don't think it's me that's come a long way. I think the technology has, and my concerns are still the same. But there's some things happening on that front that look pretty promising. Yeah. That's what I'll say. More on that later. Yeah, before anybody jumps off the deep end and goes out and buys a new computer and tries to do it all, just know that what we're talking about is more of a custom type solution, but solutions are coming, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The other thing people need to know about is this Friday, we're announcing our new giveaway. And so be on the lookout for how to sign up for our newest giveaway. And it's uh, basically going to empower our video brethren because we're going to give away a Blackmagic video switcher. So all the details are coming out Friday the 14th. So look for your email or look on the socials and figure out how to sign up for your chance to win. I bet they'll be quick to respond to that one. That's right. So while you're responding to that, we're going to guilt you into actually remembering respond to our email about what you're doing to intentionally rest. True statement. Speaking of, I need to go take a nap. All right, guys. Naps are Always good. Always a pleasure. All right. We'll see can you boys we, next uh, week. Can we, can we try and get Grace on here? Yeah. Next one, I miss Grace. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. She'd said in the last podcast, next time she sees me, she's going to pick me up and spin me around or something. So I just had to 
let her know that I'm coming up on 200 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to also be coming up on 200. I, I, the problem is, is I'm going up. Two zero zero. I need to go down to two zero zero. Yeah, yeah. I need I need to be coming down off two hundred. Yeah, but I'm I'm coming up to two hundred. So we're gonna change both of those trajectories soon. I just want the community to know that I have zero. Uh, I have gotten zero clarinet gigs from my appearance on the Christmas podcast. I had such high <laughs> hopes. Well, there had to be a First Baptist out there looking for a clarinet player. I'm cheap. Okay, well. I got nothing to say about that. Yeah. Me and my clarinet are going to go take a nap. All right, boys. See you soon. Enjoy your nap.